Hey, welcome into episode 45 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am here with just Jordan tonight. Josh just is to take Jordan. Care of a, he's got to take care of a... Josh has to take care of a sick baby tonight, so he's uh, yeah. he's hanging out with... My poor niece. Yep, yep. Hopefully they both start feeling better. He's been feeling a little under the weather as well, so... Um, but, uh, you know, we got, we got Jordan and I, we'll, we'll hang we, it. We'll, we'll hold it down. Exactly. We got this. We got this, you know, uh, we were not able to record last night on Wednesday, as everyone can tell this is the Thursday night episode. Um, some other stuff came up last night, so we are recording live during Thursday night football. So we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the first half of the game here in just a little bit, but yeah, sorry for not getting you a preview. It was just scheduling and, and everybody's kind of under the weather right now. So it was uh, not, not able to get an episode out in time, but uh, we'll, you know, uh, it's just the way things go. Sometimes we had to call out yep. sick. <laughs> yep. Had, had to have a, had to have a sick day, unfortunately. So, but we're here, we're ready to rock and roll and, um, let's hop into the the daily roundabout. There's quite a bit of news uh, this week. Toward the end of the season, there's going to be a lot of this, so and a lot to monitor, especially going into the playoffs. So, um, Kyle Pitts had season-ending knee surgery. Uh, very unfortunate for him. Hopefully, it's nothing too crazy, and he should be back and um, ready to go for for next season. Um, does this clear the way a little bit for Drake London for you now? as like one of the only primary pass catchers there potentially, but Pitts was out this last week and we didn't see a massive volume or anything for London. So I think it's still going to be a really small pie. That's kind of spread around London's clearly their best option on the field, but that's obvious to the defenses as well. So they're going to continue to stick with the run game there. I think uh, London's probably only relevant if he can score some touchdowns. It's possible. I mean, he's huge. So like, yeah. you know, he's a, he's a good red zone weapon. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be hard to predict and I wouldn't expect any kind of consistency from any receiver in that offense. Yep, kind of agree with you on that. So, uh, Jalen Warren says the doctors, doctors have cleared him to play. This is big news with also the next bit of news is Najee did avoid a major injury, but hasn't practiced yet this week. There's a good chance that he misses. So it, you know, could see Warren out there, you know, and if, if there is no Najee, I think Warren's a really good play. Agreed. Um, Yeah. Uh, Knight has uh, earned a role in the Jets, Jets backfield. Um, how do you say his first name again? Uh, I'm not sure. Let's see. I, I don't remember. I can't even remember. I can't even remember how to. Zonovan. Zonovan. That's Zonovan it. Yeah, Knight. Zonovan Knight. Um, they've said that he's earned a role in the Jets backfield. So you could see uh, an expanded you know, role for him this week. We were talking a little bit how it could be you know, James Robinson, but it sounds like we could see some more out of him this week. Um, Josh Jacobs is not expected to practice for the Raiders at all this week, but still hopes to play on Sunday. So you're going to see that questionable tag all the way up until Sunday. That's something to keep an eye on uh, just in case he is a surprise scratch um, on Sunday. Yeah, I expect that he'll play, but uh, you got to have a backup option ready of some sort. Definitely, definitely. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers says he plans to play this week. He did say if the team... Uh, wanted to go a different route because of wanting to see some of the younger guys, he would be open to that. 
and he wouldn't fight it, but he says he still wants to be out there and try and win some games. So, you know, I think that's kind of big of him. It, it kind of surprised me to actually hear him say that, that he would, you know, be open to seeing a little bit more of, uh, you know, Jordan Love out there. So um, that's something to keep an eye on toward the end of this season if they're going to shut down Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Damian Harris is not playing in the game tonight. Uh, hopefully you guys were able to see that and, you know, plan accordingly. I don't think you were going to play him regardless, even if he was a go tonight. Um, it looks like Justin Fields is going to be cleared to play this Sunday. I'm surprised. I don't know why they wouldn't just shut him down knowing the severity of the injury, but it sounds like he is expected to play this Sunday. Lamar was a full participant in practice again this week or again today. So it sounds like he should be good to go for Sunday. Uh, CMC dodged a bullet and is expected to have a full workload. Uh, There was a little bit of worry about that knee injury, but it sounds like he should be good to go. Um, Leonard Fournette is still not practicing this week, so there's a good chance he misses again this week. So White would be another play there. And then Antonio Gibson did not practice on Thursday, uh, which is kind of big news because that would open a full workload, I think for Brian Robinson then in both the passing and the running. Yeah. So he would be an absolute smash play, like almost guaranteed top 10 running back just based on volume. Cause he would, he would see everything. Yeah. You'd see a ton of running game and passing game. It's that's what you want to see out of a running back. So they play um, the giants it's in New Jersey, but it's not that bad of a, like it's not a terrible matchup. I mean, the giants have a good defense, but um, yeah, with that much work, I I would say that's a a great play. Yeah. Agreed. And Stefan Diggs is just special. He's so (laughs) good. I was just going to say the same thing. This Allen Diggs combo is absolutely incredible. Um, a, a few things to mention. I mean, we'll we'll do a Thursday night recap tomorrow uh, on our next episode. Yeah, tomorrow night we'll we'll do that. But um, James Cook is really getting a ton of work. We will have to talk about that tomorrow. He's had 11 carries and four receptions. S- Devin Singletary has seven carries and has two drops on two targets. So two egregious drops. I think that's why Cook is getting or yeah getting more involvement is. You know, we were talking about this right before the episode is is those those targets have been like wide open screenplays that Singletary just isn't holding on to the ball. And, you know, when they're not necessarily like drive killing plays for them because they move the ball really good. But, you know, those are important plays. And when Cook is playing oh. this good and the last few weeks he's been getting really involved, um, you could start to see more and more and more out of him. And he could have that. Singletary role that we saw last season that was a league winner toward the end of the year. It was. It was, and that's possible. I don't know that they're going to start giving him a full workload. It's also possible that this was kind of like a uh, a matchup thing where they saw that, that they would have a mismatch against James Cook frequently or felt yeah. that way, and so they decided to utilize him more in this game specifically because of that. I don't know if that's the case or what, but... Um, I think, but he, yeah, it's he very possible. Looks good. He looks really good. He has looked good for several weeks now, and I've like, I was I was expecting they would start getting him more involved after the bye week, and now it's been a couple weeks since the bye week, and so I had kind of, you know, thought, all right, it's just not going to happen this year. They're going to continue to just really split it up. 
Um, but man, Naeem Hines hasn't been involved at all since they traded for him. So you got to think no, they, that... they tried to get him involved a little bit tonight as well, but he was just getting smashed. I mean, two carries for minus three yards. You know, he did have that one really nice 20 yard, 21 yard reception, but um, that was also just kind of like a, a over the top screenplay. Um, and uh, it was a shovel pass from Josh Allen that was just kind of like, here, take the ball. And it turned into a 21 yard gain. You know, it yeah. wasn't necessarily a, a planned play for him. So, yeah. But New England's done a pretty good job of holding Josh Allen. You know, he's only got 16 rushing yards, uh, you know, 204 passing yards. So um, it looks like, you know, that could be a pretty high total for him tonight um, as well. But, you know, overall, I mean, even Mac Jones is playing pretty good tonight. Um, You know, they're just not able to, like, quite move the ball uh, against this defense. The, The defense is getting healthier for the Bills. You know, they got their their cornerback and you know i think we're starting to see that bill's defense come back into form that we've been waiting for as well so yeah i think the only worrisome part for the bills is that their o-line continues to get more and more banged up so that's that's rough we've saw a little bit of that or like the effect of that early on in this game um they've you know the bills have managed to adjust and josh allen's looked great but uh, that's, you know, we just saw another O lineman go down, I believe, unless that was a tight end. Um, I think I, that, I actually tell. think that was Dawson Knox. Was that okay? Yeah, it looked, I could, I couldn't tell, but I think Dawson Knox is, but I know earlier uh, no, in the that game, was, that was the, number 82. So the right tackle that they have playing left tackle because their left tackle is hurt was injured earlier in the game. So, yeah. Um, you know, they're they're thinning out there and that's that's worrisome for the long term. But, uh, you know, Josh Allen's incredible. He's finding a way right now. So, yeah, it was, it was Dawson Knox, too. That did oh, go man. Down. So he's, he's uh, zero for one so far in the game, too. I hope people aren't playing Dawson Knox. He's been pretty disappointing this season. Yeah, I thought I, I had high hopes for Knox this season. Me, really too. Yeah, me, too. I, I own him in a dynasty in our dynasty league. So, um yeah, I was I was a believer after what he did last year. Um mm-hmm. but you know, still sucks to see him down on the field like that. So uh and he's a you know, he's a good blocker for this offense as well. So that's that's gonna hurt him either way. Um but yeah, let's uh let's do some uh previews, you think? So let's 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 do that. I think I think that would be a, a good thing to do. So our week thirteen preview here, we do have two bye weeks. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals and the Panthers are on by this week. Carolina Panthers are on by this week. So um, that is uh, something to keep an eye on. Um, but we had our Thursday night game. We kind of talked a little bit about that. So we'll jump into the Sunday slate, the Steelers at the Falcons. Falcons minus five, minus 0.5. Yeah, wow. minus 0.5. At wow. least on the side uh, I looked these up on. 43 point over under. Um, it's basically just a pick 'em game. Um, I think you're pretty, you know, if you you could start Pickett. Um, he hasn't been playing terrible. He's been running the ball. Uh, he's been doing pretty good out there. I think you're safe with, um, you know, Jalen Warren. I really like Pickens is not a terrible play. I probably wouldn't start Deontay Johnson still. Um, guy just, he has like 94 targets and no touchdowns, just 
blows my mind um, <laughs> that he has not found the end zone yet. Um, and he's one of those players that I just like, I can't let him go. Like I, I roster him and like you, you, you can't drop someone like that because he'll get picked up, but like, you can't necessarily play a guy like that either. You know, it's, yeah, it's kind I was, of a, I was worried about him for this year and it's why I traded him away in, in our dynasty league over the off season. So yeah. it's, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I went that way. It worked out. It hasn't worked out with everybody, but you know, that, that was, that was one of the ones that, uh, you know, the, these rookie quarterbacks tend to have a, a hard time supporting multiple fantasy options, even if they can support one fantasy option. It's impressive. So, uh, you know, the fact that Pickens is pretty playable and the running backs are doing all right is like, all right, that's pretty good considering what they have at the offense and that, you know, Pickett still needs a lot of time to grow. But uh, he he kind of does have a little bit of that rushing floor. He's never going to like, you know, do what Jalen Hurts is doing, I don't think. But that's you know that's not what you need him for he's just going to give you a little bit of a floor with like you know maybe 30 to 40 rushing yards in a game and uh so i think i think he's an okay play i like the running backs whichever's healthy if Najee's healthy i'd play him if jalen warren if Najee's not playing i'm definitely playing jalen warren agreed yeah i agree with that too um Pat Fryermuth, I think you could do worse. I mean, the tight end position's just so up in the air. Yeah, um, tight ends. At least Fryermuth gets a little bit of yardage out there, so you have a chance. Um, I probably wouldn't start Mariota still, uh, or Algier or London. I don't think Patterson's a terrible play. I mean, Algiers, you could do worse, but the Steelers line is just getting better. Uh, since they got Watt back, they are looking a lot better. So um yeah, I just think you could you have other options there. So, yeah. Yeah, the Steelers D I think is a, a pretty good play this week. Uh I I think this probably is going to end up being a pretty low scoring game uh with Watt back. Uh, that Steelers D I think is really coming on. I think they could cause some problems going into the fantasy playoffs. They were not a very good defense without Watt and it's dropped them down in the rankings and so they don't look good on the numbers, but over the last week or so, they've they've really turned it on, and I think that's going to continue going forward. So, yep, agreed. Um, let's go over to the Broncos three and eight at Ravens seven and four. The Ravens minus eight and a half, thirty nine point over under. Um, I think basically in this game it's just Lamar, Mark Andrews, and Cortland Sutton, and don't look anywhere else. Um just kind of how I feel. Uh, yeah, I tend to agree. If you had to play a Ravens running back, like, would you? Is Dobbins coming back this week? I don't think so. I think it's going to be Gus and Kenyon Drake. Would you play Gus Edwards? I would play Gus Edwards then. Yeah. All right. I'm, and I yeah, think, you, okay could, I think you could probably start Latavius Murray too. I, I don't think you I don't think it's a terrible play. The Ravens defense can give up some yards to the running back position. If we are gonna get into the end zone, it's more than likely going to get be Latavius Murray that gets into the end zone. That's um, true. I don't know if we even score, but if we do, he has the best chance to be the one that scores it. Um 
So I think you could do worse than Latavius Murray. I mean, I'm not saying he's like, you know, expect a 17 to 20 point game out of him. But, you know, if you're looking for a safe floor at a running back position, you're probably going to get, you know, anywhere from probably right around 10 points out of him would be my yeah, guess. Mid to low RB2, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, But not a lot that's going to happen in that game. I think the Ravens defense would be a good play as well. Um, yeah, I agree. You know, we're probably not going to score over 10 points. So maybe 14 if we're lucky. <laughs> so uh, Packers four and eight at Bears three and nine Packers minus three and a half, 43 and a half point over under. I'm not sure if this line is going to shift now that Fields is officially active. Um, it may stay the same just just because of I mean who the two teams are but if Fields is healthy you're starting him um Aaron Jones you're starting him uh and it can then, also change if uh you know if word comes out that the Packers are deciding that they're not going to start Aaron Rodgers yeah so I think he's going to start this week though I think, I think if so they go too. down this week then they may start you know looking at Jordan Love going forward um yeah. But yeah, they're not uh, mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. So you still want to put your best players out there. And that's yeah. probably still Aaron Rodgers. He was the MVP last year. Yeah. Uh, David Montgomery is a safe play. Very safe play right now. Um, and uh, Christian Watson, you just you can't take him out of your lineup right now. Like you have to keep playing him. What about Alan Lazard? Uh, kind of a boom bust, I feel like. And I feel I'd rather play Christian Watson right now. Yeah, Total I don't know if I would early start on in the season. Yeah, I don't know if I would start Lazard right now. Um, you know, I just don't know that he's really getting those targets right now. I mean, we saw he only got like two receptions last week. Um, I totally could see it just going the other way. And Christian Watson seems to be the explosive play out there, the young legs, and he's getting it done. So yeah, late the last few weeks, it seems like if if Lazard's gotten it done, it's been solely on a touchdown. So that's kind of what you'd be hoping for there. He is a good red zone weapon, though. So, you know, it, it's possible. But I, I'd rather start Christian Watson, hope for those explosive plays. And I think you'll have a little more volume. Yeah. Singletary with the touchdown. I really need to need a field goal right there. James Cook. <laughs> I need a field goal. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Stupid betting on the NFL. Don't do it, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what this season. Um, all right, so we've got the Jaguars four and seven at Lions four and seven. Jaguars minus one and a half, fifty-one and a half point over under. This is a game you want players in. Um, you, uh, I really like Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Etn is a smash play. Um, DeAndre Swift. Uh, is is I think somebody you can get into your lineup, practice in full, finally not on the injury report for the first time since week one. Um, but I still think you're safe playing Jamal Williams. That guy just gets touchdowns. So I think you're still okay there. Yeah, uh, I would play Jamal Williams. I really like both Christian Kirk and Zay Jones. Zay Jones is a PPR monster. So if you're in a full PPR league, I really like Zay Jones. But Christian Kirk should have a really good game. Same with Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, and honestly, I think if you have, you know, Kyler uh, as your quarterback on by, 
you could do worse than starting Jared Goff in this game. I mean, the implied point total is very high for both teams. They're looking at a few touchdowns in this one. So, you know, Jared Goff isn't a terrible pickup. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm going to be playing him in our dynasty league. There's not a lot of quarterbacks available there, even though it is a one QB league. There's just, you know, not, not a ton of starters. So Goff's my backup for Kyler and I'm pretty comfortable starting him this week with that high over under. Uh, but I like Lawrence a lot this week. So do I. And that kind of makes me a little bit interested in Evan Ingram. Um, yeah. Just because of one, the implied point total and two, just the Lions defense in general. I mean, they can give up points. I mean, Evan Ingram could get that one touchdown this week, and that's all you need to be a top 10 tight end, you know? So Yes, absolutely. It, that, is, that is really all you need at all. Yeah. Uh, you need 30 yards, basically, to be a top 10 tight end this week. So, <laughs> like, I mean, it, it could happen for, for Ingram. So I think you could do worse there. Um, I'm not big on DJ Chark this week. Um, I think you can do worse than Chark, but... I just think there's a lot of other options out there. Chark is, it's such an interesting case. Like he started out the season really hot. Like he was wide receiver 23 right off the bat, uh, scored 15 fantasy points and a half PPR. Uh, then the next week put up a donut, then had a decent game. And then he was injured for a couple weeks and then he was back from injury, but playing a, a 0% snap share. It, like, I don't know if they, I don't know. Maybe he was still hurt, um, you know, and he comes back week 11, does nothing. And then last week he caught the touchdown. He got five targets, but he only had two receptions. I don't think I'm ready to start DJ Chark. I think they're kind of behind Amon Ra and I think behind Amon Ra, really, they're they're kind of spreading the ball around. So you're seeing Swift yeah. involved. You're seeing you know, several other options with uh, Josh Reynolds and, um, you know, Khalif Raymond was getting a little work last week. So I think I don't I don't think I would start anybody other than Amon Ra and the two running backs and Goff for the for the Lions. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So we can get into the Browns at Texans. Uh, Browns minus seven, 47 point over under. This will be the first game with Deshaun Watson back at quarterback. Uh, so I'm interested to see how this whole game plays out um, with the receiving game. Do we see Donovan Peoples-Jones stay involved? Is it somebody new? Do we see Bell get involved? That's something I want to see is like, who is his favorite receiver going to be? You know, we could see this shift here now, and that's something everybody has to pay attention to. You could see somebody late in the season emerge because of this shift at quarterback here. So, um, but I think you're, you're safe starting, you know, I really, really like Nick Chubb this week. I think he should have a massive game. I would be shocked if he's under a hundred receiving yards uh, or under a hundred rushing yards. Um, And Damian Pierce is a good play. Amari Cooper, you're starting um, even though he's on the road, but I think uh, with Deshaun Watson, we should see, I think they're going to let Deshaun Watson really play in this game. Um, and I I know he probably will have some rust, but I think he's going to be in for a, a pretty big game here. So I'm, I'm not sure. 
Like, I definitely wouldn't start Deshaun Watson this week. And, I, you know, they could very well try and ease him into this offense. So uh, I have I absolutely know. no choice. I have to start him in a two QB league. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have well, no I mean, choice. In a, two, in a two QB league, sure. In a yeah. two QB league, I'll start him. Absolutely. He's got yeah. more upside than like any of the bottom 10 QBs you could be starting. You know, those guys, you might be starting every single week. Some of them, you know, like people are starting Mac Jones every week. And like, I would guess I would probably, you know, it's a little late now, but I would, I would have rather put Watson in my lineup than Mac Jones or somebody like that, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's jump over to the Jets seven and four at Vikings nine and two Vikings minus three 46 point over under, uh, that line's actually pretty surprising to me that the Vikings are only minus three. I would think it'd be like a four and a half or five and a half point um, favorite, but I know that Jets defense is really good. It is. I can't wait to watch this matchup with Sauce and Justin Jefferson. Oh. But similar to what I was talking about last week when New England took on Minnesota, I just don't think you stop Justin Jefferson. I, I just think he's too good. Um, I think he's still going to get his this week. Um, how do you feel about Mike White as like a fill-in? Okay, which one would you rather start, Mike White or Kirk Cousins, if you were to swap out a quarterback for like Kyler Murray? Oh, that I, I think in that case I'd probably go Cousins, but that's probably kind of where I'm drawing the Mike White line. Is is right about there, like Cousins, maybe Carr, because it's also a good matchup. But like, yeah, I, w- I would start Mike White over Deshaun Watson, not knowing what that's going to look like at all. I would start Mike White over, say, you know, Mac Jones. I would start Mike White over um, Ryan Tannehill. Jared Goff? I would start Goff. Yeah. High over under, good matchup. Goff has some big games, and it's usually in good matchups like this. So, yeah, I'd go Goff, just more proven. But I I don't think Mike White's that bad. I'm definitely starting him in our 2QB league. Everybody knows my issues there. So, Mike White, he is hopefully my starter for the rest of the season in that league. That would rock to not have to try and find somebody new every week. Yeah. (laughs) He looks good, though. Um, I think you're safe with uh, your... You're starting Dalvin Cook. Garrett Wilson, I think, is a smash play. Yep. Him and Mike White seem to have a great connection. TJ Hawkinson, another great play. Uh, I think he's a top five tight end rest of season with the way he's playing with the Vikings right now. He's easily top five rest of season because tight ends are terrible. He is yeah. probably three or four. Are you chasing with, the Elijah Moore touchdown? Uh, no, I wouldn't chase it this week, but he's a hold for me. And maybe like if, if he and Mike white get things going again this week, if he were to score another touchdown, if he were to like really increase his volume this week, he's somebody I'm really interested in and could potentially be somebody you, you could flex like starting next week and going forward. I think he has to see the field more for me to want to, like he's still only on the field for 34% of snaps and that's just not enough for me, for um, sure. I would say so. Like, I want to see him see the field more. Um, I, you could start Zonovan Knight if you don't have many other options, but if you could, I would. I would look elsewhere right now, um, personally. Uh, 
I just think you have better options out there than we don't know necessarily what this backfield 100% is going to look like. So, but uh, yeah, Adam feeling interesting. Who, quite who a would bit. you rather start between Michael Carter and Zonovan Knight? Well, it sounds like Michael Carter isn't going to play. Okay. He hasn't practiced again all week and he still has a questionable tag with that sprained ankle. So if Michael Carter plays, I would play Michael Carter over Zonovan. But if Carter doesn't play, Zonovan is a little bit more interesting to me at that point then just because of what the usage could be. But this Vikings defense is pretty good, and I don't ex- I, I expect the, the Vikings to be able to put up points, so I think it's going to be more of a passing game. Okay. So, yeah. Um, but Adam Thielen interests me in this game. I think he's a pretty good flex play this week just because there's going to be a lot of att- attention on Justin Jefferson but I think Adam Thielen could have a sneaky, decent game um, and could even find the end zone. It's an at-home 10 a.m. game. I think Cousins, you know, it didn't apply last week. He, he finally managed to get a prime time on Thursday on, you know, but uh, on Thanksgiving. But uh, yeah, I think, you know, back to the normal. Cousins will have a pretty good game and uh, Thielen's probably a pretty good play. He's got a good shot at a touchdown for sure. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. Commanders seven and five at Giants seven and four. Commanders minus two. 40 and a half point over under. This is crazy to me um, that the commanders are actually favored in this game. Uh, they have yeah. not lost since Heineke has been their quarterback. Uh, they Which are in the playoffs, play technically. Yeah. I mean, really, like, I think Saquon and Brian Robinson and Terry McLaurin are really your only like safe plays. And like by safe plays, I mean, yeah. like just the players that, you know, are going to get volume. Yeah. Well, you can start Daniel Jones. Yeah. I think you could start Daniel Jones just because of his rushing upside, yep. but um, yeah, I, I don't think he's a terrible play, but I would probably sit. I mean, I'm definitely sitting Curtis Samuel. I don't know that I would start Slayton. I think you can do better. But, you know, he's getting the volume at least. He's about the only person in the passing game that is. Um, and then, obviously, Antonio Gibson, it's not looking like he's likely to play. He's did not practice on Thursday. If he doesn't practice again on Friday, then it's pretty likely he won't play. Um, so that's, you know, that's something to, to keep an eye on as well. Uh, is there anybody else in this game that you would be interested in looking at? I don't think so. You still can't play uh, Jahan Dotson or uh, there's there's no tight ends for the commanders that are really standing out. So no, nah, I think I think that's about it. And unfortunately for the Giants, they're still missing Ellinger. So hopefully he can get back sometime. And uh, it, it'd He's be nice. Actually to rumored to be back uh, even as early as this week. Oh, snap. I love. I didn't think Ellinger. he was going to play this whole season. You, you convinced me like... and I bought totally in. Yeah, I'm all in on him too. Like, honestly, I, yeah, I, I like him. I do. And with not very many pass catchers on this team, um, you know, you could see some volume going his way. That's somebody I would keep an eye out. I More in Dynasty, I, I don't know about in Redraft necessarily. Um, you know, it's somebody that everybody should kind of, you should already have them kind of rostered right now in Dynasty. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, take a look on your waiver, see if he's out there, or if he's on your on your rosters there. So, um, 
But we got the Titans seven and four at Eagles ten and one. The Eagles minus five and a half, 44 and a half point over under. This is another game that could be pretty fun um, to watch. Uh, you're starting, you know, Jalen Hurts, uh, Sanders, Derrick Henry, uh, and AJ Brown. Um, what do you think about Burks and Devonta Smith? Like, where are you at on on those two? I think Devonta Smith is a pretty good play. Uh, the Titans D like the numbers don't look great, but they're in every game and every game ends up being somewhat low scoring somehow. So, uh, I think, you know, with the attention being on, on AJ Brown and on Jalen hurts, Devonta Smith could end up having a really nice game here. Uh, Burks is kind of necessary for this Titans offense, but they don't really pass a lot. Still, it's going to run through Derrick Henry. That's tough to do against the Eagles. So he could see an uptick in volume. But it, it's still kind of a boom bust play with Burks, I feel like. Yeah, and that defense is just it's really, really good. And it is. I just I don't know. I don't know that he finds the end zone this week. I mean, he only found the end zone last week because Henry fumbled. Um Yeah, and that doesn't and, happen every week. Or yeah, hardly ever. Hardly ever. Um, so yeah, I think I think you're just if with your your safe floor guys hurt Sanders, Henry, AJ Brown, and if you have to, Devonta Smith is in a is in a bad play. I don't think that there's any tight ends that you can play right now until Goddard comes back for the Eagles, which sounds like it could be soon. So, which is good news for them. Definitely good news for Goddard owners for sure. He's he's way more consistent than anybody you're going to be streaming. Yeah, definitely. All right, so then we got the Dolphins eight and three at 49ers seven and four. 49ers minus 40, 46 and a half point over under. Uh, that's a lower over under. I think that's just uh, because the Niners defense is getting healthy. They're getting even more players back. And this this team is just good. Um, I think you're safe with, you know, you're starting to a CMC, uh, Tyreek Hill, Waddle, Debo. Um, Debo worries me lately. Uh, I know he had that one really big game, but Debo does worry me a little bit, but this is a pretty bad secondary in the Dolphins. So you could see him get loose and, and score. Um, I really like Ayuk lately. I think he's uh, been more and more involved with this team and he's definitely a red zone threat for them right now. And then you're always starting George Kittle. Um, but, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the the running back room for, the Dolphins and Jeff Wilson and Moster, are you starting either one of them this week? I think a lot of it just depends on if Mostert's going to play or not. If he is going to play, I don't know how comfortable I feel starting either against a very good 49ers defense. Uh, if Mostert's not going to play, then I think you can probably play Jeff Wilson. It sounds like he's should be good to go. So I know he was dealing with an injury as well, but I think he's good to go. So uh, I would probably play Jeff Wilson and hold on playing Mostert. Uh, yeah, I benched Wilson this week. I mean, I had other options. I had, um, I benched Wilson for Zeke, um, just because of the 49ers defense. Yeah. Uh, you know, I just they're really good at shutting down the run game, and so I just worry a little bit. I mean, I think you can play Wilson just because of his volume and what he means to that offense. There is a chance he does find the end zone just because he's going to be. You know, right there on the yeah. you know, yeah, the goal yeah. Line he'll be in there. on those goal line plays, and it's it's a chance that he could score. So yeah, I like that. Uh, I think he's an okay okay play as your RB two or, or flex if you need to. Uh, 
But yeah, I think there's a, there's a chance that the Dolphins can kind of control the pace of this game and their defense. I know it's been a little better lately, uh, but you know their defense can still be scored on and the Niners have the weapons to do it. So we could end up seeing this hit the over and be like a really, really uh, high scoring game and just kind of a a shootout. But you know, we could also see it go the other way where the Niners are able to slow things down at home and disrupt that Dolphins offense. But man, Hill and Waddle and Tua have been on a different level. So I, I would expect more of a shootout in this game. I think it could be a lot of fun and a lot of fantasy points to go around. So that I think that's what makes me a little more confident in Debo, Ayuk, uh, and Kittle, all three. Like, yeah, may, maybe one of them has a bad game. But I, I think you're you're just going to go to that well and play all three of them plus CMC every single week and just take a little bit of bad with a whole lot of good. Yeah, because you're going to have those blow up weeks and you're going to feel bad when that blow up week is on your bench. Exactly. So, like you like yeah. this could be the three touchdown Debo week and the other guys could have, you know, not as high scoring weeks because of that. And you could have benched Debo because you because last week just wasn't his week to get the touchdown. You know, we had a couple, oh, we had Kittle, we had Ayuk. Uh, CMC didn't score last mm-hmm. week either, so it's like, it, you know, they're not all gonna have multi touch multiple touchdowns every single week. They're all star players. You're gonna have to like take a little variance with these guys, and for the most part, their floor is not that low either. So they're gonna they're gonna be fine most weeks and really really good some weeks. Yeah, agreed. Um, and then, so Jimmy G, then you know he could be a decent play. This yeah, week. in a two QB league, he's great. In a one QB, he's a pretty decent streamer. Uh, probably in that, I would say in that same range with like uh, with Cousins. Yeah, I agree with that. Who I would, would you start play Cousins over? I, I would I'd, start Cousins over him. But. I agree. I'd start Cousins over him, but it's close. Yeah. All right. Then we got the Seahawks six and five Rams three and eight Seahawks minus seven and a half 41 point over under the Rams have basically given up on the season. Um, everybody's out with injuries. Uh, Aaron Donald's out uh, Stafford ev- a cup. Everybody. I think Ken Walker is going to have a field day against this defense now yeah. because they just don't have anybody else. Um and then uh, Tyler Lockett and DK are both smash starts. Um, what do you think about Kyron Williams um, in this game? The going against, Seahawks you know, are bad Seahawks defense. Yeah, they're not a scary run D. Um, and with so many missing pieces from the Rams right now, it, Kyron Williams could see enough volume to make him fantasy relevant, even though I don't think the Rams are really going to succeed a lot on offense. And, you know, that's reflected in the over under and they're, they're a seven and a half point underdog. So, uh, you know, I think Vegas agrees that the Rams probably aren't going to score a lot in this game, but uh, Kyron Williams is, isn't that bad of an RB two play simply because there's just nobody else there. You know, he's, he could easily touch the ball 20 times. So, Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, Gino isn't a bad play either. I would probably start Gino over um, Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Even though you could see Ken Walker get a 
the touchdowns. Yeah, like, that's I think like, it's going to be a lot of Ken Walker. I think I'd go those other streaming options this week. I mean, you yeah. could definitely see some big, like a big game from Lockett or DK instead. But yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't. I would take Cousins. I would take some of those other streaming options over Geno. You got a lot of options this week, which is nice if you're a Kyler owner or something, which mm-hmm. I am. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then uh, we got the Chiefs nine and two at Bengals seven and four. Chiefs minus two and a half, fifty-two and a half point over under. This will be a great game. Yeah, this yeah. will have the fantasy points you want, and this is a game you want to play the players in. Uh, Mahomes, Burrow, Mixon. I think Pacheco's fine. He's shown that he's the RB one there. Higgins, Jamar Chase is returning. Uh, what? And obviously Kelsey. But how do you feel about Juju? Um, do you think now that he was worked back in kind of slowly last week, he should be back and ready to go this week? Yeah, I'm fine starting Juju. Yeah, um, I've been kind of going back and forth on, uh, you know, Juju and I was like Josh Palmer um, against the Raiders in the next game. Uh, I would go Juju because I think Keenan, like Keenan Allen's definitely going to play. And I think Mike Williams might be back this week as well. Uh, Mike Williams is not trending toward playing. He has not practiced all week. Okay. Well, um, then maybe you want to play DeAndre Carter. Yeah, that's not a bad one either. Instead of Josh Palmer. Yeah, it's possible. A... It seems like Carter get it like replaces Mike Williams when Keenan Allen's out there. Josh Palmer replaces Keenan Allen when Mike Williams is out there. And when neither of them are there, Josh Palmer's kind of the only guy and a little bit yeah. harder. But yeah. Well, I, I'm leaning. I'm. I have Juju in right now. I've been leaning toward Juju just because of the implied point point total of the game too. Uh, yeah, I like Juju's chances of getting a touchdown in this game as well. So. I do too, and he could see a lot of volume. I think he's pretty easily like a mid to high end wide receiver too. Yeah, agreed. So and then we got the Chargers six and five at Raiders four and seven. Chargers one and a half point favorites, fifty point five over under. Uh, another game that should be really fun. Both defenses have struggled and both offenses don't look bad right now. Um, you know, you're starting Herbert Jacobs and Eckler, obviously Adams and Keenan Allen. And we talked a little bit about the other guys, you know, Mike Williams, if he does end up playing, to be honest, I'm still a little worried about even starting him. I know it's really hard to bench Mike Williams, but you know, without practicing all week, that ankle could still be a little bit weak. Um, yeah, you know, I, wouldn't st- I wouldn't play him if he plays. Yeah. And then, you know, we just talked about Josh Palm- Palmer. What about uh, Matt Collins? Yeah, I think you can play yeah. Matt Collins. It's a pretty decent matchup and uh car is going to need another target there outside Adams and Jacobs. So, yeah, I agree. I think I think you could do worse than than Matt Collins. So you could and also do worse than Foster Moreau if you're streaming tight end and you're kind of desperate. I am actually starting Foster Moreau this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're hoping for a touchdown, but you at least know he's going to catch a few passes, so it's really unlikely that you'll like see a donut. And you got a decent shot at a touchdown in a fifty and a half point over under game. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Foster Moreau's a, he's 
probably in that tight end 12 to 15 range for this week. And, and yeah, you're hoping for a solid like six to eight points and you're going to be really happy. Yeah. And if he so. gets a touchdown and you end up with like 11 or 12 points, you're going to be really, really happy. He's going to yes. score almost everybody, but like Kelsey and Andrews. So, yep. Agreed. Um, all right. So we got the Colts four, seven and one at Cowboys eight and three uh, Cowboys minus 10 and a half. 43 and a half point over under, um, you know, you're starting Jonathan Taylor, Zeke lamb and Schultz. Those are all guys that should always be in your lineup. Where are you at with Tony Pollard now? After we saw his utilization go down a little bit last week. Yeah. It's a pretty good run defense. Yeah. That's what has me worried a little bit. It, you know, I, now maybe that affects Zeke more than it affects Pollard. And maybe like I'm looking at this the wrong way. Cause I mean, I, I, I put Zeke in here as a start and Pollard in as a maybe, and maybe that's backwards. Maybe yeah, Pollard's a me, better though. play in this game because of the run defense. And they tend to use Pollard more on like, you know, outside work as opposed to between the tackles where Zeke could maybe get chewed up this week. Yeah. But we've seen Zeke, be successful in recent weeks against really good run defenses. Saw it against the Giants, saw it against the Eagles. You know, we've we've seen him still keeping up even with these run defenses just because of the workload. Now Pollard did have more snaps last or more uh attempts, I believe, last week, but just didn't do a lot with them. So I think you're still fine starting both. Um and Pollard can just have those breakaway plays. So yeah, I, I don't it- think it's terrible. You know, uh, they have a good front seven, but the Colts haven't been incredible on run D this year so far. So it's, you know, it's not maybe as bad of a matchup as we kind of perceive it as. So I I think you're okay playing those guys. The Cowboys have been on a tear and uh, it would be hard to pull Zeke or Pollard out of your lineup right now. Like running backs thin. So, yeah, agreed. So, um, all right, well, let's go to the last game of the week. Then the saints four and eight at Buccaneers five and six Buccaneers minus three and a half 40 point over under Monday Um, night. Yeah, this is, this should be a pretty good game. The Buccaneers have to win this game. Like this is a must win for them. Um, still no word. It doesn't sound like they're going to make any sort of a switch to, uh, Winston at quarterback, which I'm, I just, I don't get at all um <laughs> but whatever uh camara is uh fully healthy if most people's like trade deadlines is passed but camara has the easiest remaining running back schedule um in the league right now so come playoff time and stuff camara we should see start seeing an uptick for him uh hopefully if the saints offense can start doing something um, How does Andy Dalton keep getting these gigs? Like, I know, you know, when he was playing for the quarterbacks, it was because Dak got hurt. But like, the Cowboys, you mean? Or, yeah, that's what I meant. Cowboys. For the quarterbacks. <laughs> when, when he was playing for the Cowboys, uh, oh. yeah, he got in because Dak got hurt. But I like, he's just, he's, he's on the field being terrible all the time. Yeah, I, and I, I know very personally because I was starting him for a long time in our two QB league, and currently I just I have him on the bench behind Mike White. So yeah, no, I I 
don't know how he continues to be a quarterback in this league, but you know, he does. Um, you know, I think Camara, you're you're still starting him, he's still getting the passing game. He's may not be getting the rushing game because of that offense, but he's still getting the passing involvement. Uh I love Chris Godwin in this yes. game. Um I'm curious, are you starting Mike Evans? Absolutely. Now here you're, you're you're gonna think I'm crazy here, but I would not start Mike Evans because of the matchup. Yes, I get it. I mean, he is there's <laughs> historically absolutely terrible against Lattimore. the Saints, and then you put in that Lattimore matchup again this week, and I just I don't like it at all. I get you. I just like. For most people, who are they really going to have as an option to start over Mike Evans that's that enticing? I would start Zay Jones over Mike Evans. Wow. All right. That's, I guess that's pretty low. So I guess most flex options then, like most, most of your low end wide receiver two options at least, are going to qualify over Mike Evans. So you got him as like a, a wide receiver three, like a mid wide receiver yes. three, kind of. Yeah, so a wide receiver three. That's that's kind of where I've got him right now. Okay. I just don't see, you know, the he's not getting the touchdowns, which is what what he needs um, to really like be. He's not getting the volume that you know Godwin is getting, and then you throw in this matchup where historically he has terrible games anyways against Lattimore, um, and I just think that this could be. I don't know. I think it just could be one of those games and I'll, you know, I'll take the licks if I'm wrong, but I yeah, would, I, uh, I, I would bench Evans. So what, um, what do you think the odds are? Those two guys get thrown out for fighting halfway through this game. <laughs> probably higher <laughs> odds than him scoring a touchdown. If you ask me. <laughs> I they know do that's not that. like each other. They cannot stand there each have other. Been incidents and there will probably be more in the future. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think they're going to keep a close eye on it. I can tell you that. Yeah, for Um, sure. It's going to be chippy right away. But uh, what about Juwan Johnson? I think Juwan Johnson's a fine play. He continues to see volume uh, for the most part, and tight ends are terrible. So would you start Juwan Johnson or Foster Moreau? See, I dropped Juwan Johnson and I'm starting Foster Moreau. Uh, yeah, I guess because of the matchup, I would rather play Foster Moreau and a much higher over under just better chance yeah. of a touchdown. But, uh, and I just think the, the offense can move the ball better than the saints are moving it right now. Definitely. But outside so. of matchup, like I think John Johnson is generally seeing more volume than Foster Moreau. And like outside of that, most weeks I'd rather start John Johnson. Yeah. But yeah, this week, Foster Moreau. I took that risk last week and it, it backfired on me. Um, what about the backfield? It doesn't sound like Fournette is likely to play unless he, unless he logs a limited practice tomorrow, at least a limited practice. I don't think he's going to play. Are you comfortable with Rashad white then? If Fournette doesn't play, absolutely. If Fournette doesn't play, you have to play Rashad white. He's, you know, probably right around RB 15. If, if, Fournette's not going to play in my is the way I'd rank it. Like he's almost an RB one. Yeah, I agree. If Fournette plays, how do you feel about Fournette and how do you feel about Rashad White? 
I still like Rashad White more than I like Fournette. Okay. Like, honestly. Um, as crazy as that may sound, but I do. I told Johnson I think he might be a league winner. Yeah, he could be. He easily could be. So, yeah, kind of a kind of a crazy one. But it's uh, you don't know what you're going to get with them ever with the Bucks in general. Fournette has been somebody that's been a part of that backfield. He's a veteran, and so you know if they want to keep him involved, they 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 kind of. You know, they, they want to make this push for the playoffs, and all it takes is Rashad White to mess up one time, and yeah. that's, that's going to be it for them. So, um, you know, you, you just never don't know what you're going to get necessarily. Hang so, on to that ball, Rashad White. Yeah, yeah, because if he fumbles, it, it's going to go right back to Fournette. Do it for um, me. <laughs> I might need, need him. It. I might yeah. desperately need him. If, if Najee doesn't play, it's going to be Rashad White in my lineup. Okay. I yeah, I I think you could do a lot worse. The running back position is very scarce right now. Um Yeah. Well, my other guy's so, CMC, so I'm really hoping that he can get it done this week. Oh, yeah. After a well, down without week. Mitchell, uh, you should see a, a bit a bit more of a workload out of him. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm glad that he's glad that he's healthy. Hey, I want to mention on this tight end thing cuz I was thinking about this and I I'm considering like proposing a rule change in pretty much all of our leagues next year where tight end and wider like tight ends would just be wide receivers because it's it's absolutely insane out here like tight ends are so bad that it's really only kelsey and andrews like there's a few others here and there but you know nobody's consistent half of them are hurt like you just lost Ertz, who was basically running away with tight end three you lost Goddard earlier this year, who was pretty much going to be tight end four, tight end five, somewhere in there. And they were the only guys who were consistent other than Kelsey and Andrews. And like Kelsey and Andrews, people would still draft if they were wide receivers. They're great. Like, you know, Kelsey, would I think right now would be a top 10 wide receiver on the year. Now, would you consider like a tight end premium where you get like one and a half or two points per reception? What I want is the tight end position to not have to be filled with a tight end. Like I would be advocating that it be a potential spot for an extra wide receiver. Not that we so would like a tight end, right? Wide receiver flex type position. Yeah. Yeah. Because I could see that. Oh, there's so many times when it's like, I would rather grab this like, mediocre wide receiver off of waivers and play them over any tight end I could possibly put in my lineup. They're so bad. It eliminates the scarcity then and would, in my opinion, it would eliminate drafting. You know, we talked about like, would you draft like Kelsey in, you know, the, the first round next year, early first round, we talked about like top five pick. It would eliminate that then, definitely, because then you wouldn't have that that scarcity and needing the position. So, yeah, he would become like a second or third round player. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be an interesting one. He'd be sure. such a good pick in the second or third round, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But I, uh, it's something definitely to bring up in a lot of leagues. I mean, I think that's why a lot of leagues do that a tight end premium where it's one and a half, two points per reception for tight ends. It kind of balances out a lot of the, the tight end position. 
Um, I think you, you I, also have. It kind of does, but man, I mean, it's still, it's only Kelsey and Andrews that are week to week, actually relevant and helping your team. Yeah. No, it's still, it still is a big difference for sure. Um, like a quarterback, it's pretty easy, like not in a two QB, but in a one QB league, it's pretty easy to like, if your quarterback goes down or when they're on their buy or different things like that, you can go stream, you can get reasonable points. There's a lot of options. Like you're not always going to get it right, but there's always going to be like 20 points available from a quarterback on the waiver wire. There is, there's almost no tight end you could pick up and be like, I'm getting 10 points this week. Or like even kind yeah. of feel confident in in eight points. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so it's just so bad, man. I just you know I like I like more points to be scored, and I think uh, you know giving people options and not forcing everybody to play a, a position that is just so frustrating and so terrible. That no, uh, I, I I mean I agree. Um, I don't know if people will go for it, but I'm just I'm I would blown have an away. easier time going for it in redraft than I would in dynasty, only because that oh, eliminates. Yeah. Like, no, I wouldn't why... be proposing it for our to change it for our dynasty. And even if I did, it'd be like, okay, we'll do it in three years. You know, yeah, like... because like you know, I pay a high. I paid a high premium to get Mark Andrews for that reason. Oh no, I you have know, it, I have Travis yeah. Kelsey in our dynasty league. There's no way I'm advocating yeah. for that in our dynasty league. Yeah, <laughs> but, so it, it, it's hard in those those type of leagues. But it in, is. But in, in, like in a redraft, redraft, where we can't keep those players. Yeah, you know, like Travis Kelsey, difference. like he he you know he can't be kept. He's always a first rounder. He would only fall to maybe the third at the latest. So he's never going to be in that situation. And it's like. I think it would make uh, make things a little more interesting league wide, you know, just top to bottom. And, you know, I mean, the league's incredibly competitive anyways, and I think it would make it even more competitive. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anyway, I, I think something it's, interesting. I think it's definitely something... Go ahead. Yeah, I definitely think it's something that's definitely interesting to, to look into. Yeah. So I just I've become such a tight end hater. It's easy to do. It's very easy to do. Um, I have been bouncing back and forth with different tight ends all year. I had Schultz early. I had to let him go because I didn't have the bench space. Kind of regretting that a little bit now because uh, I've been bouncing around. It's brutal but out I, here. I, I had I had absolutely no choice because they weren't actually ruling him out. It was like questionable, questionable, and I like I needed a tight end. You know, I didn't have the space, so yeah, I had to make that choice. Uh, um, I feel you got to make tough decisions so, in fantasy. Yes, yes, you do. So, <laughs> uh, but it's it's all good, and uh, you know this is this is crunch time for all of us. It's a oh, yeah. game for most of our teams. So yeah, it's yeah, our it's, last week before playoffs in our league of record. So this is huge. Yep. Yep, for for sure. So, all right. Well, you can find us on our main Twitter at Best Coast FF. Uh, you can find Josh at BCFF Josh, and you can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me at BCFF underscore Jordan. And thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We appreciate it. Uh, please, please subscribe and please leave us a review if you would be so kind on uh, Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcasting apps. We're pretty much available everywhere. So thank you yeah, very much. It means a lot to us. Everybody that's out there been listening, we we see everybody all over the U.S., all over all over the world, really. It kind of blows my mind to see. So 
we definitely do appreciate everybody tuning in to us and we'll be back again tomorrow with um you know our our you know plays of the week some flex plays uh let's talk about flex baby you'll be back let's tomorrow so flex, baby. um you know and then we also will have uh the return of our dfs smackdown um as well so uh tune in tomorrow's episode and uh we will see everybody then thank you guys 